barely on there. And I spent like $150 yesterday. Damn. Like, like it was just, it was like some, some girl's thing. And I don't know who she was. And it was like this little lemon thing that came up. And then I was like, oh, okay, I want this. And I was just like, oh my God, why did I You got sucked into the funnel. You got sucked into the funnel. The funnel like, of death. Welcome to another episode of Hustle and Shots. Episode three, baby. Episode three. We have a lovely guest with us, Mina. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So how you, how you guys doing today? You guys had a good night? I think so. Yeah. Doing great. Yeah. We just, we just went out a bit and, you know, just came back. Um, vibed a little bit. Vibed a little bit. Hustled a little bit. Definitely shots vibe. a little bit. Took yeah. a little shots. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely vibe. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. We want to know about what you. Do you, you know? Well, I've seen you a few times before. Um, came over a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I've seen you, you've always been lit with energy. Ambitious. An um, amazing vibe. Tell us where you got your amazing vibe, your charisma, what you do about yourself. We want to know. We want to fucking know it all. <laughs> ins and out. <laughs> ins and out. <laughs> I love that. Uh, well, first, I'll just say thank you, for guys, for having me. This is anytime. It's fun. It's fun. Anytime, anytime. Um, Hell yeah. As you know, Mina, I was born in Kenya, raised in Michigan. So, you know, I have the ethnic flair. Um, right now, I work in marketing and sales. Or a company called Pinnacle Performance. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Dope. Yeah. I graduated with a marketing degree. You did? Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing and, and I do sales and insurance too, like on the side. So how do, what's the marketing and sales job look like for you? What is that? Is Currently? it mostly sales or? No, it's, it's mainly marketing for me because I do a lot of like the LinkedIn, a lot of the reach outs, a lot of the ads that that we do through Google and stuff, but um, sales a little bit with the email marketing because I do some of the email campaigns for the sales team. I create the emails, but I actually kind of cheat a little bit because I use AI for that. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't use AI now? You're if telling you're their <laughs> secrets. Uh, their secrets <laughs> is out. Why not? You know, if you're not utilizing it, you're falling behind nowadays. I feel like that's how I feel. If it's like a SEO out there that works, why not use it? Yeah, like people are scared that it's gonna take our jobs, but really, it's only gonna like affect the people that are not utilizing it. Exactly. You know and what I mean? You still have to edit a couple things, so it's not entirely perfect, but it does help a lot as far as the creative side. Yeah, it's machine learning. AI is machine learning, so you basically have to tell it what you want. Yeah. The output out of it. So yeah, it's always learning. It's always learning your output, your inputs, and your outputs. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you're a professional AI email marketer, <laughs> you know, so, so what's a normal day for you look like, like you're in marketing. So I do a bit of marketing myself, but it's like more for my own like companies. Yep. Um, so what, what's marketing for like, um, you know, a business? to be honest, you know, I've never really even had like a legit job besides like working at Papa John's, like when I was really young. Okay. So like, I guess what's it like having a legit job, <laughs> like like a well, real okay. marketing job, like actually like helping out a company and like. Well, I was 
I will first start by saying corporate America is exhausting. There's yeah. different levels. But for me, it's we have different campaigns that we run. And depending on the campaign, things are different. But usually it's just you have the marketing side of it. Who is your audience that you're trying to pitch? Because we do a lot of TED Talks, right? We do presentation communication skills training. So depending on what communication skills we're doing, like what if it's like um, writing more effective emails or mm. that's going to be a different campaign versus uh, effective communication and leadership or mm. being able to talk to a C-level and above. So it, d- it depends on and what we're doing. What's the company about? Like, wh- what is it exactly? Uh, so we're a training education company. Training education yeah. company. So okay. communication skills training. So we typically market towards HR and um, leaders. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I was about to get in one uh, one of those. Have you ever heard of Grant Cardone? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I love Grant Cardone. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of his uh, religious side of things. I think it's fucking weird. He's like a Scientologist or whatever, which is basically like a, like a cult the way I see it. Um, but he's really influential. When I got out of college, I wanted to work for him in a sales type of job like that. Okay. Um, so I would imagine this is kind of like same, like similar, right? Because you're selling other, you're going B2B, right? Yes. Selling other companies sales training. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're, head, you're the head of marketing or what exactly is your position? I'm not the head of marketing. I just work the marketing and so I, I, it's a split role. So I do both marketing and I do both sales for the company. Marketing and sales. Mm-hmm. Is that cold calls or what, what does that look like? So I don't do cold calls. I do just the email campaign. So basically I would say, okay, so we're going to do, let's just say we're doing writing effective emails, which is a campaign we just did. Mm. I would write out four weeks to five weeks, depending on how long we want the link. It's usually per quarter, but I try to make it a little bit longer because the sales team, if they don't meet their quota, so they can at least go to the next um, quarter for it. That's and awesome. I would say like, okay, so the LinkedIn outreach is going to be, you're going to put this, you're going to put that, then your email marketing is going to be this. So week one, week two, week three, this is going to be your call, cold call script. And then after I do the cold call script, I would send them like, you know, feedback afterwards. And then I would say here are top five companies that I think you should hit, you should hit, you should hit. So basically I just do the sequencing for them. Mm. So you normally, are you like a coach? Copy. Are you a coach and a trainer? But not necessarily because I just do the copy for them. Okay. Like this is what you should put Mm. in your LinkedIn on Monday. So I do motivational Monday quotes. So you do that. Then Wednesday you do this. And then Friday you do that. And then the emails. And then what your script should be. And then how you should tweak it. You know, copy, copy is so underrated. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, they think like, you know, copies everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's in your social media. It's in your Facebook ads. It's in literally everything. Your website. Yeah. Right. Of course. And people think that, you know, you can just create a website or create a Facebook ad or create even like a social media post and get a ton of attention. You know, people that are really ambitious that want to get into it. They don't realize that copywriting is like the number one thing when it comes to grabbing people's attention. And it's so hard. Yeah. Right. And when you're when you're like a really good copywriter, it's like similar to being like a really good fucking lawyer. Yeah. Or like a really good something else. Like you can't just overlook it, you know? Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. So what brought you into that field? Like, were you, like, always, like, oh, I'm ambitious to, like, be a marketer? I always wanted to do this. Or did you all always, did you, like, pivot your life into that position? So coming, you know, I'm always in Kenyan. So coming from an African background, they always wanted me to go into 
either law or medicine and I just gravitated towards business I feel like I've always been ambitious mm. um but also too like my father started his own business when he first moved to America back in 2000 no 1999 so like I kind of like watched him you know create his companies and I was kind of like that's what I want to do and I feel like in a way he was like, no, I want you to go to school. I want you to like, you know, go be a doctor, or go be a lawyer. And I'm like, no, I want you to create a business. I want to be like you. I don't want to be no bitch. <laughs> I don't want to be a lawyer. Yeah. And I was in nursing school and, and I dropped out and I was like, I this isn't for me. Yeah. The African culture is always like, you got to go with the yeah. script. Like they either want you to be a lawyer. They want you to be a doctor. A doctor, yeah. It's like, if you don't follow that script, it's like, yo, you failed in life. Y- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not what I want. So It's like having yeah. Asian parents or an, that's you're, you're like describing Asian parents right now. Uh, it's you kind of the same doctor. thing. It's kind of the same thing. I think Asian parents is more like, what do they, they don't even, I mean, African parents will be okay if you bring a B. Yeah. Home, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Asian parents, if you bring an A minus, they're like, yo, you're disowned. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in your studies. <laughs> yeah. Damn, is that what it's like? Yeah, so I feel can... like I feel like that's how it is. But yeah. I can't really speak about the Asian culture because So it was like two pathways for me and I didn't like either of them. And I was just like, mm, I think business is more for me. So I went that route and I love it. Yeah. I feel like I'm a natural a natural business junkie. Yeah. <laughs> I like being creative. I like to see what works and what doesn't work. And I like tweaking things. I like the finesse part of like business. No one ever talks about the finesse part. The finesse part. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Like, I feel like you can be a good salesperson, like the copy, whatever you're doing. Like you have to learn the art of finesse because at the end of the day, like you have to capture someone's attention, right? Whoever your audience is. Yeah. And that, then when we take, when we take that back to like marketing, right? I feel like Every day, everybody markets themselves. Like yeah. the clothes you wear, the shoes you wear, the brands you spo- sponsor, or the brands you, um, I don't know, rap about, talk about. You, re- you, some way, some form, market yourself without you even knowing. Yeah, definitely, most definitely. Yeah, no, everything you do. Um, when you're so involved in the space, like I know you said earlier today that um, you like you were shopping on Instagram or some shit, and then you. Did you, you bought something and now you're just like being bamboozled by uh by ads on IG? Yeah. Are you so looking that in, are you looking at that in like a business way? Because whenever I get hit with an ad, I'm like, damn, I actually watched through that whole shit and I actually clicked on it. I'm like, I think to myself, like, why the fuck did I do that? Like those motherfuckers got me and I wanna know <laughs> why they don't so I'm like breaking it down in my head. Are you kind of thinking the same way when you look at a, like an ad or something that get you like that, like in a business way? Yeah, and I feel like with um, Instagram, I had to deactivate my Instagram because I feel like I, whenever I'm on Instagram, I just purchase so much and I wish I could see more of like the people that I want to follow. But I've had Instagram since 2012, so I feel like the SEO there is a little bit different because they've known me for such a long time. They know mm. what works for me versus like TikTok. I think I've only been like a year in. Yeah, I think like a year in for, for TikTok. So the other day I was just like scrolling and I'm barely on there. And I spent like $150 yesterday. Damn. Like, like it was just, it was like some, some girl's thing. And I don't know who she was. And it was like this Lululemon thing that came up. And then I was like, oh, okay, I want this. And I was just like, oh my God, why did I You got sucked into the funnel. You got sucked into the funnel. The funnel like, of death. And then you know how they ask the you like funnel. when your birthday is? 
right? Yeah. There was like a whole bunch of like dresses coming out from these like companies I used to purchase in the past. And I was like, oh, no, no. Thank God I already bought my birthday dress. And I was like, so I kind of was skipping through that. Then it was like, oh, okay. She's like athletic wear. So it was like the next thing. And I was like, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Is so Instagram is bad for me because I always spend money. Really? Yeah. I've actually never bought something from an ad. Really? Ever. Yeah, I, I stay away Have from you? it. I stay away from it. You've never bought anything from an ad? Nah, I stay away from really? it. Really? I stay really? away from it. <laughs> even though, like, sometimes I even, like, search up, like, um, let's say if I search up, like, I don't know, Target, and literally, like, the first two Google search is, like, sponsored. I don't even click on those links. I just go. Dang, you don't want nobody to get paid? No. <laughs> You're <laughs> not getting paid. <laughs> no, no, no. They would be paying. They would be charged yeah they would be charged oh for clicking on that for the clicks oh, okay yeah okay i see what you're saying okay yeah yeah but if, if they do if they get the the sale then it looks good it looks better yeah okay through with their roi or whatever um but yeah i've never really done google ads and like i've done like organic seo mm-hmm. i've only done like facebook ads so like i'm good at like getting the cost per click down you know, getting people to fucking click on it. Yeah. Um, so, but that is like about the creative mostly, you know, like the picture and stuff. Like I'm good at the creating that shit. I feel like TikTok is slowly getting me to purchase stuff. Like I'd be on TikTok sometimes <laughs> and I see like a phone case for like $6. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Don't tip me now. <laughs> I, I actually have like few stuff on my cart right now, but I'm like. Damn, I don't want to purchase it. Just they get you because now TikTok shop has like the fifty percent off. They actually have coupons. Oh yeah, compared to Instagram, the coupons is like, crazy. Oh, the coupons like, are crazy. It's wild. The coupons are. I almost got a rice cooker, and I was like, "Do I need a rice cooker?" It's just. Oh, I, de- I definitely need a rice cooker. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't cook rice. It's so easy to cook rice, though. It is, but like, how are you African? You don't know how to cook rice? The measurements. Damn. The measurements are just different. What? Like I can never measure like the right proportion of rice and water. So it's it's either gonna <laughs> it's either gonna come out either too hard or too soft. It's never in the middle. Don't get me wrong though. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm a great chef. It depends how many cups of rice you're doing. Yeah, I just if I, it's two I cups of cook. rice, it's four I cups of cook. water. I can't cook rice. It's like double the amount. I gotta learn, but I can't cook rice. Sorry, mom. I can't cook rice. After this talk, I feel like you're gonna go on TikTok next, and all you're gonna see is fucking people cooking rice on your shit. Exactly. You're gonna be scrolling through, and <laughs> that's all. Be like, come on, man! Here's a tutorial. Yeah, exactly. Bro, they listen to us. No, they do. Our phones listen to us. I swear to God, we're gonna go on our phone, and that's all we're gonna see. Yeah, is like that on IG, Facebook, and fucking TikTok. How do you feel? It's crazy. That, you, that? It's crazy you say that because I was like, damn, we need a mop in this house. Like, you did not see a fucking mop after you saw that. I saw after you said a fucking that. mop. You no. did not, bro. No way. You they did an ad right it. after you said that. Not right after, like maybe like four to five hours later, like I was just scrolling through TikTok and I see an app. No, I bro. see an ad and it shows me a mop. I'm you like, should try. <laughs> you should try it. Me and my best friend tried it and we started talking about cats all day. We were like a brunch. We started talking about cats. We're like, do they actually listen to us? They're talking about talking about cats. And the next thing you know, we started getting like ads for like cat yeah. litter, cat food, and everything like that. It actually listens to you. It does. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, Wild. I mean. This guy doesn't even fuck with Alexa at all. When I first, so he doesn't own an Alexa. So yeah. when I when I first brought brought Alexa, in, he was like, "Yo, I don't fuck with Alexa." I'm like, "I don't care." 
And so I put it down here. And then slowly, it's just, like, so convenient because you'd be like, yo, Alexa, like. I don't even use it, bro. <laughs> play this, play this, play that. But it's just, like, so convenient, bro. Do you realize when you come down here, it sometimes it's unplugged? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are the eyes? Are you? <laughs> but that's why. That's why I unplug that shit. It's just like we've become like so not like not lazy, but like we want everything so conveniently that we we will sacrifice our privacy in a fucking split fucking second. I swear to God, like I'll sacrifice my privacy with Alexa just to tell it to fucking play some stupid song so I don't have to, like, plug in my phone through the auxiliary and, and play you know it. what I mean? That's, that's a lazy way. My way. The luxury convenience, yeah. yeah but it's what the you, convenience. What do you normally yeah. listen to when you work? Like, what, what genre do you listen to? That's the thing, bro. That's another thing that's great with her. She knows better than I do. What's she your, knows what your, I like better than I what's do. What's your go-to? Like, do you work from I home? I don't know. Ask her. Do you work from home? <laughs> yeah, well, mostly. So okay. I train I train privately in the mornings. Okay. Um like in home, like an in-home trainer. Okay. And then after that, um I just have a bunch of side hustles that I do on my laptop. Mm. Um and so I'm down here like down in the basement most of the time. I'm normally just telling her to play some music. And I'm like the fucking worst at telling like somebody to play like a specific kind of genre or whatever. Like I like everything. Like if you go on my playlist it's literally like Taylor Swift, like, teardrops on my guitar, and then the next song is, like, fucking rock. Yeah. Okay, and then wait, the next song is, like, fucking you, rap. Like, I'm the worst DJ. Worst DJ ever. You use Apple Music? Yeah. That's why. Get on Spotify. Get on Spotify, man. Get on Spotify. Get on Spotify. Like, there's so it'll many. It will change your life. Change your life. It will change your life. You'll probably be a new Future fan. Like, just get on Spotify. Okay, you not Future. Future. I do I do need to um, expand my future repertoire of music, but... Like, I just don't care that much. But, like, playlists will change your life because, for me, like, I need a playlist now. Yeah, the thing about Spotify is Spotify literally tailors the music, music to you. that yeah. you listen to. Like, And then it'll add to. songs to your playlist. So yeah. you already love the playlist, and then it will just amplify. And you're like, I didn't think it was going to get better, but it did. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what what they're doing with that algorithm. It's not a human. It's definitely not a human behind it's that. Nice. AI, it's AI. It has to be AI. It has to be. You know, I'm, like, worried for our children about AI. Like, I'm glad I'm going to die when I'm fucking... You have children? Shit, probably. No, <laughs> 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 no I'm playing. But, Shit. like, when I do get it, when I do get kids... <laughs> when, I do, when I do get kids, like, I'm glad I'm going to die. And then I'm going to be like, yo, whatever, whatever they do with AI... And it's going to fucking evolve quickly with you guys. I'm going to say, just d please don't put anything in your fucking brain or your body. Please. Oh, like a chip? Whatever you do, fuck around with AI, that's fine. Don't implement anything into your body. Because that shit can turn south so fucking quickly. You know like, literally, I it's actually wouldn't mind it. What do you mean, a chip? Like, I wouldn't mind, like, like a like a chip. You ever seen, like, I, it was, like, this woman on TikTok that has, like, a chip to her house. It, like, unlocks everything. And it's, like, a, I, I would do that. Yeah, but, like, you know, those stuff are, like, hackable, right? <laughs> like, if I had my thumb, like, something? Would you want somebody to, like, oh, figure out how to, like, the algorithm and just hack your brain? 
Well, there's a difference. How how does it the how do you hack my hand to my brain? How do we get there? I mean, it's it's computer. So it's if it's computer, it can be hacked some way, somehow. Somebody has a source code or somebody has a file. Let's say like, oh yeah, no, yeah, he the chip that you got from the company, right? Let's say okay. somebody that works there, the developer gets fired, and he's like, all right, let me just fuck around <laughs> with this company. Let me sell everybody's um data on the dark web. Then you have like a random weirdo that just goes and just hacks people's random information. That's how things get leaked. Then China I'm just talk about unlocking doors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Actually, no. laughs> like that's it. Yeah, they'd be like, oh shit, we got this address. We know exactly. Pretty pretty nice house. We know exactly what they have. Oh no. Let's go unlock the house. See, there's things that um make it attractable. Um, like Elon Musk is talking about fixing dementia. For example, with Neuralink. Now that does sound pretty fucking awesome, and I I gotta admit, if I had dementia, I'd be like, fuck it, put that thing in my head, cause I don't I hate my life anyways. Okay, I will say this as a former CNA, there are certain aspects of dementia and Alzheimer's that are good and that are bad, but the main thing is they get scared because they don't know who you are. So like, imagine waking up. But think about it, like it, okay. There's good. What's and bad. dementia, by the way? So there's one aspect of you where you wake up and you don't know any. Like think about all the trauma you've ever been through in life. You don't remember it anymore. You wake up and you're fine. But the only thing is like you're scared because people around you are like, who are you? Like what are you doing? So that's when they get like combative and abusive, and scared, which anybody would be if you like don't know where you're at, don't know what's going on, right? See at that point, but it's- I wouldn't mind not forgetting some of my family members. And some of the drama, like shit. I would that, like, I'm Damn, doing you got some serious like, drama in the family. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. Like certain Family's things, big. it would be nice to forget. Just wake up, and you don't have to think about certain traumas you've been in your life. Certain makes, woes makes sense. are gone. Makes it makes sense. You kind of have yeah. like uh, in it, like almost animalistic, like kind of view on the world where you, you know, you go home and you see your dog and your dog's always so fucking happy. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck if you had a good day, bad day, what you did yesterday. But he's always happy. He's always, always happy. happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the thing is like, but you're lost. If I had, so it's scary. right. All my traumatic experiences or I, I honestly have been blessed to have a pretty damn good life, but all my experiences in the past that have been bad or whatever, I want those more than anything. I want those. The memories? Yeah. I want those. I never want to lose those because that makes me who I am. That's what builds your charisma more than anything is being through like tough times. Mm, You know, that's built me more than anything ever. Like I could think of some of the most embarrassing shit. Like when my whole family would go to a football game and I missed like three PATs. In a fucking Division One football game. What's a PAT? Uh, <laughs> it's football, so um, <laughs> it's. You want to explain? A pat? Dude, that was like a fucking nightmare. Is he spelling pat? PAT, yeah. What's a pat? A PAT is like something that every kicker should make after you, after you score a touchdown. You know the kickers kick it. Okay. You know for the extra point. Okay. And it should be automatic. Automatic what? It should be easy. It should be easy. It should be easy. If you're a kicker, if you're a kicker, it should be easy. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them. uh, So this was my first game as like the starting place kicker. 
because the other kicker got his leg hurt during practice before, and they were jamming him with needles before the game. Like, they were like, please kick. We don't want this motherfucker to kick. I was only doing kickoff. Like, I had a really strong leg, but I had no accuracy what at that time. What do you mean to jam him with needles? They were fucking stabbing him with needles in the back to try to make his pain go away. Yeah, they That's were, what they do in football. It was temporary, Football yeah. is, okay. Football is fucking ruthless. The coaches don't care about you. Like, okay, the coaches care about you in a sense, but at the end of the day, they'll do whatever the fuck it takes to get you back on the field. They need to fucking load you up with three Percocets and jam your ass with a fucking uh, big-ass needle to make the pain go away. They'll do it to win the game. So they'll about do the it. W. Yeah, they'll do it to win the game. Okay, we knew that. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> that was a terrible experience because my whole family went, um, and I missed, like, fucking – Two or three PATs. Um, what is yeah, a PAT? <laughs> it's like a. It's like, like um, a. So whenever uh, an offense scores a touchdown, right? Touchdown six points. The PAT is one point, so they basically kick between the goalposts. Does that make sense? So okay, so what you're saying the PAT is just you going there and kicking it? It's just the kicker just kicking it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, okay, I was overthinking it. My bad. Yeah, no, no you're no, fine. You're okay. fine. I was overthinking it. It's okay. hard to explain, but yeah. Okay. That's what a PAT. Okay. Anyway, it's just like the look on my coach's face. Like, he was like, really, bro? You're Division One, and you fucking did that? And then it's just, yeah. There's a bunch of bad experiences, but like, that's literally what makes you. Is you that know? the most Is traumatic it? thing you've ever been through? No, it's not. But, you know, when 50,000 people plus, plus you're on ESPN, are fucking laughing at you, and the other team's laughing at you, I don't know, I've never, I haven't, I can't think of another time, okay, I've made ESPN not top 10 one time, too, for, like, missing a fucking tackle, that was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I have a strong (laughs) leg, but the accuracy is terrible. (laughs) 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 I remember when I was playing youth league, I used to be a kicker. Oh, really? Yeah, even in high school, they made me kick. They're like, you're African, right? I'm like, yep. Fucking <laughs> start kicking. Damn. They're like, yo, how, how good is your kick? I'm like, I used to play soccer. I can kick the ball pretty good. Did you track? Yeah, I did track. Long jump? Nah, 100. 100 and 200 and four by one. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Virginia Tech, right? Yeah, I went to school there first semester, then um, transferred to Radford. Radford was a good time. Please don't ever go there. Don't send your kids there. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's called the black hole for a reason, but mostly, like, I'll say I had a great time there because I learned how to become a man and learn how to, like, live alone. And, like, I feel like that's where I mostly got all my skills for, like, living alone, paying my bills. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like, um, it's a school. It's, like, you got to separate the distraction because it's, like, known for a party school. Mm-hmm. So you got to separate the distraction. So, like, you'll be, like, on a fucking Tuesday night, you'll be, like, coming out of the library and there's, like, you're just literally passing parties after parties. It's just, like, as as somebody that's new to that school, they're going to be, like, fuck school, I'm going to party, you know? So, like, that's why they called it a black hole. It's, like, impossible to graduate from there. And the graduate graduation um, percentage is, like, really, really low. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, great yeah. school. You know what's crazy? is um i think it was virginia tech i don't know if i should share this um don't share it (laughs) don't share it 
Nah, fuck it. Um, Where'd you go? I have, I uh, went to Eastern Washington okay. University. Um, I'm not sure if it was Virginia Tech, actually. I'm, I'm like, blanking where he went. He was, like, a marathon runner. Have you ever, like, do you, Who was he? Do you know, like, of, a, like, a, of, like, a, any murderers that went to your school? Uh, I remember... A white guy, marathon runner. No, I don't, I don't. I don't no? think that's at school, no. Maybe it was Maybe, a different kind yeah. of tech. There's a lot of tech. Anyways, it was like a second cousin of mine. Um, we went to the Cheesecake Factory once. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I talked with him. He seemed pretty normal, other than the fact that he never fucking asked me about my life at all. It was all about him. So he was a narcissist? Yeah, huge narcissist, I think. Okay. Um, and then, you know, like, a few months later, he ended up, like, being on the news for, like, killing somebody. That's wild. And then I thought back to it, and I'm like, that dude never asked me anything about me. It was, like, all me asking about him. Did you guys grow grow with each other or no? No, I only had, I had, I ate at the Cheesecake Factory with him once. And his dad's, and, um, I'm not going to talk about his dad, but he's, like, in the government. So it's crazy. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, anyways, that was a great talk. <laughs> well, um, great episode, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, if you don't follow us yet on YouTube, please do. We're soon to be on all platforms. Um, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts. So go ahead, shoot us a follow, listen to our podcasts. A hustle and shots and we'll bring you more podcasts every fucking week we're gonna run this shit up thank let's you go for baby me. thanks thank for you. coming thank yeah, you for thank coming you. on this was fun great platform great platform to listen to yeah hustle and shots guys hustle and shots hustle and shots baby <laughs> <laughs>